Just before we get to Jeff for Fleury, our Milk Sport Update, Stefan Mork is officially on the way. The transfer has gone through. He will join the J2 League side Okiyama for an undisclosed fee. His final game will be this weekend's Pride match against the Central Coast Mariners. Yeah, another big news before we go to our next guest, Team McAvoy are going to relocate all their horses to Ballarat Stable, ending 40 years at Angerston in South Australia. They are heritage, mm. the, the McAvoy-Mitchell team. And I think after reading... The press, and we hope to get the the team on. Put simply, I think the prize money in Victoria yep. is just too good to pass up. Imagine training the exact same horse here, and you win thirty thousand. Yeah, an exact same horse you win in Victoria. Maybe 300,000. Pretty hard, so it's you can hard. understand why the Hayes have done it and now the McAvoys. More on that coming up in the next hour, nine minutes to five. Jeff Ran Groningen, uh, he's resigned as GM of basketball with the 36ers. He joins us now. JVG, thanks for your time, and I must say it's a shame to see you go. Oh, thanks, Roe. appreciate it and appreciate your time as always. But, uh, no, it's uh, it's one of those things, you know, professional sport as well as anyone, and uh, the ebbs and flows of that and, and making those decisions that you think are right for both yourself and the club. And it's just simply a case of uh, those things coming together. Okay. Uh, your call? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm. it, it was my call. And I've had tremendous support from Grant Kelly and, and the team, um, the coaches, the front office. And, uh, in fact, I don't think anybody really, um, you know, was expecting this to be right now. But Look, there's a, a set of things in my mind um, about what a calendar looks like in basketball. And when you think about the GM of basketball role, although we're mid-season at the moment, my season in many ways begins when the player's season stops, and that's still a couple of months away. And I felt like if I was to get to this decision at the end of the season, which was a possibility as I considered you know, the fact I was coming out of contract and what's the next move, do I re-sign for a couple more years with, with Grant? What do I do? If I went, was to make the decision at that point, it would actually be, in my opinion, really bad timing because that free agency period is, is frenetic. It's important. It involves how your club looks with your recruits. And so this, in many ways, is the calm before the storm, just a, just a slight lull that you get in the calendar. And I felt like this was the time to, to allow the club to prepare for that, um, that end of season period of time that, that I would either be, you know, heavily presiding over and working with. Um, the group on or or not and I think you know that's that's why it sort of led to me thinking well heck this is probably the right time and and CJ clearly in a good position you've seen enough of him to know that you know for recruitment and retention and and prospects he, he's, he's he's got a good handle on it Jeff he does he, he's great and and I think that is a, a huge factor that that makes you rest very easily in your mind to say well you know, what would come next? Well, with CJ and Grant's passion and the front office wanting to make sure that they support all of that, you know, the club's in great hands. Grant Kelly's the major shareholder, we know that, but you are a part owner, so you had to look yourself in the mirror, did you? <laughs> I mean, it is a tad <laughs> yeah. unusual, isn't it? Oh, it is a little unusual, um, but, you know, the the shareholding aspect of the club, that was something that, um, you know, was, was always, as you said, a, a minor shareholding, um, and Grant has retained and, you know, and rightly so, the chairmanship, um, the majority ownership position there. And the two things, in, in, in my opinion, are very separate. Um, I think that an investment in the 36ers is wise. Um, it's smart. And I think that, um, you know, those things can be separated. And, and my executive position at the club was a day-to-day, minute-by-minute, and I really mean it was minute-by-minute, you know, late-night calls from agents and your managing players. And, of course, the last two years we've had COVID 
all of those things are quite all-encompassing, in many ways all-consuming, whereas the investment in the club is, is strategic. It's about where is the club going to be down the line. And those things um, are, you know, yeah. are matters for a, another day. And there are much... Uh, a much broader helicopter view that we can get to at a later stage. But whatever the case, the club, again, on and off the floor, is in a great place. Elite organisations, sporting organisations, generally you leave for one or two reasons. You leave because they want you to leave or you've overstayed (laughs) your welcome, so to speak. We know it's not that. Or you leave because you have another opportunity. JVG, what's the other opportunity? Yeah, well, I am fortunate I wasn't asked to leave because, you know, at some point that probably will come. But no, look, there, there's opportunities that I, I think, you know, are not necessarily for right now today to talk about, but some of them are international facing. Um, they're business opportunities within the sport. It's no secret that um, I, you know, have, have had a lot to do with Josh Giddy, um on and off the floor and, and many other people around that space that, um, you know, I think are really going to be key, I guess, business people that, that, you know, I hope to do more work with and there's some things that are developing there over time. But as is appropriate, I haven't actually had a chance to, to dig in and, and make those things happen until I have the time to do so. So this has come about at the end of a very rare week where I, I actually took a week off uh, and had a chance to just um, think about the next steps, think about, and I, and I was really thinking about next season and, and the season after. Are they seasons that that I was able to commit fully to now. And when I started having the question about whether you, you can commit to those future seasons, I think that's actually the answer. Sometimes the question's the answer. If you're asking yourself, can I commit to it? That's probably the answer. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, I probably can't. Yeah, yeah, it feels like you've done the honourable thing. I mean, it's all encompassing. You, 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 you're all in. Um, you lured and developed. Josh Giddy to the 36ers. I think that's going to be one of your fantastic legacies for us as a 36er fan. Has his form surprised you at OKC? Well, it, I think anybody would be stunned by how well he's going. And I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm the same as everybody else in that space. When you watch the game, say, especially the game recently at Madison Square Garden, biggest basketball platform really in the world, you know, in a traditional sense. And the bright lights on. This kid keeps doing more and more great things, and and every hurdle that's put in front of him, he, he seems to not just sort of clamour over it or, or or stagger over it. He just seems to sort of you know jump over it with a bit of space in between. And it's been it's been phenomenal to watch. Um, I haven't been surprised by the fact that he could contribute as a rookie in the NBA. That that part's not a surprise. But the class, the clear aplomb that he does those things with is is probably the thing that has surprised most people just the the fact that you're looking at a a 19 year old who doesn't look 19 he he looks like the way he plays but he might have been out there for a decade and that is very very rare so he's got a a great future ahead of him yeah well i think it looks like you may be heading down the nba path or the josh giddy path either way to be fantastic (laughs) jvg thank you for your time and your passion for the 36ers over those two years i've just got a text on the sip and save text line we are interactive are you keeping your 36ers number plate on your maserati (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a unique one um We'll, we'll get back to you on that, but uh, I do like the plate and I do love the Sixers, so that part doesn't change. <laughs> JVG, all the best. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. I, I love the, um, the the chance to catch up with you on this particular day because it's been great catching up 
all along the journey, Rowie, so I do appreciate it. Great man, Jeff Van Grottingen there. He's resigned as the GM of basketball for the 36ers, our guest. Mm, done a good job. We'll wait and see where he lands. Been tough for him. He got here. It was COVID. Um, Grant Kelly got him over here to fix up the program, and he did certainly do that. Um, clearly another door's opening. He's not willing to share that. It's too soon. It'd be linked somehow to the NBA. I'm only just summarising here, or maybe Josh Giddy. We wish him all the best. Team Giddy. Great fella. Going to take a break. Michaela has five o'clock news for us on the way next hour. Adrian Barrett is going to join us. Looks as though Jack Darling's career could be toast because he won't get the jab. And a question for you at 5.30. If a favourite son, a cult hero, wanted to come back to the club that he played at in Adelaide for one more year to His say goodbye, song. John Farnham style, would you sneak him in? <laughs> Do you get a little bit of sentimental work? I think with this bloke, you probably would. Some people, you make an exception, yep. and I reckon this fellow, you would. You want to hear it, 5.30. Sure.